Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. This is a head-scratcher. Hamilton's annual fraud and waste report confirming dozens of cases of fraud, waste, or wrongdoing involving city employees and contractors. A head shaker, a head scratcher. Charles Brown is the city auditor with the city of Hamilton and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Charles, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you? Not too bad. You've been busy. What, what have you found over the last year? So, uh, so Rick, this is our third, actually our third annual report with the uh, activities of the fraud and waste uh, hotline. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, more reports than ever, ever before. This year we had um, reports. And when I say reports, I mean people who make allegations, and they can be employees or they could be citizens as well. Um, uh, this past uh, year, we had 107 reports compared to the previous two years, which were 80 and 85. So the volume is up, and uh, this year it resulted in uh, 22 investigations. With uh, It ran the gamut from, uh, you probably recall, the darts uh, allegations that we looked into, or the safety of vehicles, to other issues of uh, waste and loss due to fraud. So what um, common types of wrongdoing have you been forced to investigate? So I think the biggest issue for us this year, and it's actually a repeat of last year, is the the conflict of interest uh, that we're finding uh, seemingly more more and more. We've had since inception, we've had um, no less than 14 uh, conflict of interest uh, investigations that we've done uh, that were there were three this year. Uh, uh, two of them were uh, substantiated, and I think that uh, uh, that relates to the fact that conflict of interest, I think, for staff is is, is difficult to understand. It's partly an issue with the, the policy that we have, but the issue appears to be staff who just don't recognize or report conflicts of interest, or if they, they do report them, they're not dealt with uh, properly in terms of ensuring the city is uh, uh, is protected. So that's the biggie for us this year. In fact, the front of the report, you make some commentary on this particular theme. A, that we've re- reiterated the need for stronger mitigations um, of conflicts, um, kind of a repeat of the previous year. Uh, we got to beef up the policy, including conflict of interest policy, as well as gifts and hospitality. So that's a big one for us. So in your report, does it also come with recommendations to say, listen, this system has to change? Yes, we made specific recommendations around improving understanding and the policy of conflict of interest and also of gifts and hospitality. They're they're cited in the report. So when it comes to conflict of interest, do you have a specific example you can share of how someone could be unknowingly um, being wasteful with money or or, uh, giving preferential treatment to someone? Right. That's that, that's it in a nutshell. Either because you have family relationships or social relationships, let's say with a vendor or vendors, uh, and that results in favorable treatment, that's a conflict of interest. So what kind of waste are we looking at here? What dollar amounts uh, have come in? 
That's one of the ones that's difficult to, to quantify. As you, as you probably saw in the report, we did estimate uh, this past year, 718000 in loss or waste that was associated with issues. That particular um, issue is very difficult to quantify, so it's actually not included in the total. Charles Brown is our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Mr. Brown is the city auditor with the city of Hamilton and uh, just released the third annual fraud and waste reports that confirms many cases of fraud, waste, wrongdoing involving uh, city employees and contractors. You mentioned uh, this year being the all-time highest in terms of the number of allegations you received. Does that prove that this system is working, this hotline is working? Well, I think it's clearly the hotline is well used, and I certainly believe it's effective at exposing issues, uh, combating fraud and waste, and uh, improving overall transparency and accountability. The report uh, identifies that you were able to substantiate 32% of these 100-plus allegations. Is it hard to prove wrongdoing? Obviously, with the statistic being that low, I guess it is. Yeah, it's actually quite high. If you look at Ottawa's substantiation rate and uh, Toronto, Ottawa, uh, Toronto is 17% substantiation and Ottawa is 26%. Now, they do have considerably more a uh, higher volume. Uh, just to cite one, for example, Ottawa has 575 reports every year that they deal with. Hmm. Wow. That's quite a bit. Uh, and yeah. there, there are obviously severe penalties here. A couple of people have lost their jobs. Others have been either forced to resign or retire. It's, uh, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag in terms of the response. It obviously de- de- depends on the specific circumstances of, of the incidents. But yes, there, are, there can be severe impacts uh, on, on staff who, who breach uh, the code of conduct. If there is someone listening right now who says, you know what, I have an allegation to make, how do they go about doing that? So you can go to, the best thing is to go to our website. Uh, just you can um, Google City Auditor, and we have links to our third party that uh, uh, um, mans the hotline 24-7. Um, or you, you, either by phone, or the best thing is probably to go online and file a report online. You can remain anonymous, too. You don't have to tell us who you are. Um, if you're online, just you, 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 you have a username and a PIN number, and uh, we can talk back and forth, and we won't necessarily know who you are if you want to remain anonymous, but we'll, able to, we'll be able to get the best possible information that way if you go online. Charles, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.